With the first pick in the 2008 WNBA draft, the Los Angeles Sparks select Candace Parker. With the first pick in the 2011 WNBA draft, the Minnesota Lynx select Maya Moore from the University of Connecticut. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Rebel Edition, your bi-weekly WNBA podcast brought to you by Sports Ethos and Outlet Pass. My name is Corey. Got Carissa with me today. Carissa, how are you? I'm good. It's almost the weekend, so I'm good. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Uh, I It's been it's been one of those weeks that it, nothing necessarily bad has happened, but I'm also ready for it to absolutely be over. So <laughs> I hear you on that. Uh, oddly enough, so we're recording Thursday, and it's weird. I, we've always liked recording on Mondays because there's no games. I, I thought it was odd that there was no games tonight, but I'll take it. It makes it easier in terms of recording because we're not missing anything. It feels like the information we're still giving you is timely. So even though it's only been two days, two days worth of games, it still feel like feels like there's a couple of storylines that have kind of updated as the week has gone along. So, Chris, why don't you talk to me about the, the game you wanted to talk about first, and then we'll get into mine after. Yeah, so last night I watched the the Atlanta Dream and the Los Angeles Sparks, and um, the Dream looked really, really good. <laughs> um, they made the right choice in choosing Ryan Howard, and it was just like a, an overall exciting game. Like I didn't want to turn away, and that's that's rare in the Dream game. Like I, I haven't, I don't remember the last time I watched a Dream game and didn't turn the channel so yeah it it was really good I think they're in the right direction and um the crowd I mean just just seeing it on tv was like that crowd hasn't been like that since I don't know when well they certainly haven't been as long as I've been in the league and that was what was so exciting right is that Mm -hmm. you can just I I I, and I'm looking forward to when Bailey's back with us next week because he went last night and I think he said he was going again this weekend because he's a season ticket holder for the dream and I know he went because it's he, his team's the Sparks, and I know he had fun with that. But I, the the environment in the building looks so much different, like you said. And it's I know that there was plenty of jokes made last year at the expense of this leadership, ownership, all of that. With they didn't have a GM last year, they didn't have a coach for they didn't have a consistent coach for much of last year. But even if the encore product does not necessarily turn the corner this year, yes, they already they're two zero right now. Do I think this team is necessarily going to be contending for anything this year? No. But they just, not just Ryan, though Ryan is fantastic, but the organization just carries itself so much differently. And that's awesome. Like, that's all we would want for for these teams that are at the bottom. And I I feel like I feel a similar way about Indy as well, that even if you're going to be bad, you don't act like you're bad. This team plays so seriously, so tough. They're a really fun team to watch. And I never felt that way at all last year. Yeah, at all. And it's like, that's what I've been wanting because the city of Atlanta 
wants to get behind teams. Yep. And it was just hard when, I mean, we had different stuff going on off the court and then as well as on the court, it wasn't a great product. So of course the city can't get behind that, but it was, it was a great showing last night and I hope, you know, they keep it up. And Ryan's the truth. Like you said, like it, you can already tell that I, I, I still love Shakira. I still, I'm going to ride that my, my preseason <laughs> bet of, of rookie of the year, but through two games, Ryan Howard is making me look dumb. And I thought she was going to be great, but I didn't think it'd be this this great this quick yeah 21 eight assist a steal and a block like that that's like veteran level stuff already and on, mm-hmm. like I, i'm just so impressed by what she said she had five threes it's just she looks so comfortable already and, and it's very tough for a rookie to come in and look like they're already like the face of the franchise like from day one that's ryan howard she she is the face of this franchise and it's it's a ton of fun to watch uh, is there anything uh, – are you surprised necessarily that Ari McDonald's still coming along? Uh, I don't want – a little bit slowly, more more slowly than expected. Are, are you surprised by that, or do you think this is going to take some growing pains, especially with – I mean, you bring in a couple of veterans that are going to be in, in, the, in the starting lineup too. So kind of – I feel like they're still kind of finding their way in that regard. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree with, with uh, the Erica Wheeler trade. I think that put Ari – a few steps behind, but she still came in, gave great minutes, and she's just so fast. Like she, the way she gets to the basket, like you can blink and she's at the basket. Yeah. Um. So I, I still think she's going to be a great role player for them and can come off the bench and get productive minutes. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I like that they, not that we've seen a lot yet, but I like that they brought in Beatrice Montpierre. I know she only got two minutes last night. I, I or yeah, that was last night. But I like I, I just think they're fun. I think it, I think the the vibe around them is entirely different. And uh, yeah, I'm glad you shouted out this game because, and you're keeping it positive. We could talk about the Sparks losing. They, that was their first loss of the season. But even that, like, the Sparks look really good. They just it, they came up a little bit short last night. But I think that that right there is the perfect example of a game that if you had told us last year that we were going to be excited for a Sparks dream game, you'd be like, what are you talking <laughs> about? But it, it's. The, the, both teams are a lot more fun. So um, that was the only fun game last night, unfortunately. So that's that's part of why we're fo- we each picked a game to focus on because yeah, the sky just demolished the Liberty by uh, 33, which is kind of crazy. The top performer for the Liberty was Benajah Laney with eight points. So that kind of tells you everything you needed to know about what was happening last night. She wasn't the highest scorer, but she was like the best player for the team last night. You had what Hanzu with 10, you had, Jocelyn Willoughby with nine like it's it's a lot of I don't know it was just not their night like that, that that's that's the kind of game that you just kind of burn the tape because just nothing went right for them definitely a nice win for your sky squad but nothing too crazy happened there and um yeah I gotta go back and watch it I heard they were clicking yeah anytime you can you can hold a team to 50 points is kind of crazy <laughs> the, the Liberty had 17 points in the first half that's wow that I like yeah that's what I mean like it's if you're a fan of this guy, you go back and watch because like this is everything I want to see. But if if you're trying to take something away from it for the greater the greater outlook for the season, you're not really going to get much there. And then uh, the Mercury stomped the storm. The Mercury had uh, Diamond to Shields back, so it was Diamond's first action as a member of the Mercury, and uh, they looked a lot more comfortable than they did in Game One. I know that after the first game, everyone was kind of hyping up the storm, and I was starting <laughs> to like reconsider what I what my preseason predictions were. Uh, Joel Lloyd still looked good last night with 26 points, but 
the Mercury looked more like the team that I was expecting them to. And, and funny enough, that comes with, you know, Diamond to Shields and, and Bree Turner in the lineup. So uh, definitely something to, something to keep an eye on there is just them continuing to learn each other. But the game that I wanted to talk about actually was from the day before on Tuesday when the Mystics faced the Aces. You were coming into that game with, I mean, the Aces were the talk of the league with their new revamped offense. And they got out to an actual, like they were up 13 after the first quarter, 13 at the half. So uh, it looked like they were going to kind of roll to another win. And uh, then the, then the Mystics outscored them 24 to seven in the, in the third. And it was just like something flipped in the game. And like just watching it, you could just tell that the air had been fully pulled out of one side and the Mystics were just flowing. And this is, this is what you were telling me to look out for with this Mystics team, right? Was that when they are rolling, when they are healthy, they're an absolute force. They had what five players in double figures and another one with nine. So just high powered on both sides of the ball. I think they were a lot of, I think we can take a lot away from this. And, and this is they're they're three and zero in the season. Atlanta Deladon's played in two of the games and looks good. What do you think about your, the mystics that you, you told me that I was probably a little bit too down on. Yeah, I think it, um, it's great that they played so well without Natasha Cloud. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like you said, like there was there was some switch. Like that was a fun second half. Like they just played so well together. Like they feed you feed off of each other. Like still, like they were all like pumped up. It was just like a great energy. Like it was crazy. Yeah, and it's wild because like if you watch just the first half, it looked like you looked like you were watching an Aces team that was going to go undefeated on the season because everything they did just fell. They they, mm-hmm. they performed so well in the first half. Jackie Young again looked like she was in the conversation for most improved player, and I I actually like the the three games Jackie Young has had so far. I'm definitely excited about what we're seeing there. But I mean, the, the elephant in the room there was that Asia Wilson was four for eleven and Chelsea Gray was one for seven, and the, and this high powered offense looks really good when the shots are falling but if you're gonna chuck up a bunch of shots and they just don't go in this is this is how like a team can come back on you but I don't know also like if you have a high-powered offense you also want to have a bench yeah yeah and 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 you're seeing that just like the bench for that game was 18 minutes of Teresa Plaisance uh, Colson for 16 minutes and then five minutes each for Shepard and Bell that's that's you need more than that Yes, and they like most teams are still waiting for people to come back. So, like obviously there are reinforcements coming, but as I said, I, th- I think it was either last week or, on, or the week before where this team still feels primed to make some sort of move at some point because they're very top heavy, and mm-hmm. when it works, it works. But this is why I, that 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 what you said right there is exactly why th- they have one look, and if that look is off that night, it's it's not your night. So. But when it's on, they look like the best team in the league. So I, I understand yeah, why they I understand why they made the bet, but it, it puts you in a weird position. Um, but yeah, I, I think that what you said about Natasha Cloud, I feel like we have to talk about that, where not only was she out for like the health and safety protocols, but what she said, did you see what she said on Twitter about the league and kind of taking them to task? Yeah. Flying charter. It's. It, I mean, it's, it was already a point of conversation after what happened in the offseason with Liberty and things like that. But uh, it's kind of crazy that we're still in a world where they're having these players fly. I understand that the CBA does not allow for charter flights and things like that. But having having these players fly in normal commercial flights 
it, while the pandemic has, has certainly slowed down in a lot of areas, we're still in a pandemic. So putting these these players at risk like that is just you know questionable at best and and stupid at worst. But yeah, I, I think that that's going to be a point of conversation throughout the rest of the summer. I, I think that every time something like this happens, we're always going to be like, you know, there are, there are fixes to this. There is something we can do to avoid this. Uh, but yeah, I, I will get off my soapbox at least for the moment on that, in that regard. Um, the last game that has happened since, since we talked was the fever beat the Minnesota Lynx. The Lynx are off to an Owen three start. And some of the quotes coming from Cheryl, uh, Cheryl Reeve are just, a little bit eye-opening, where she said that she uh, like she pulled Angel because she said, that, yeah, it has nothing to do with injury. It's just if you don't look like you're ready to be out there, then you're not going to be out there. And it's like, at, coming at, after what she said about the wave, the waving of Leisha Clarendon and saying that it was due to not being physically ready and Lay coming out on Twitter and saying, well, that's not true. It's been a weird couple weeks for the Minnesota Lynx. Uh, and also waving uh, Crystal Dangerfield, who actually got a little bit of a revenge game against her former team. I, I know you said you didn't get a chance to catch this game, but what do you make of what's going on with Minnesota? The, from what I've seen, Angel isn't ready to be out there. She she doesn't look like Angel, and and that's fair because she did come off of another ACL. But that team as a whole, like I don't know what it is, and it's not right to have, to have Sylvia Files go out like this. But her decisions. Are, are definitely coming into question like she's been this great coach for so long and you know Minnesota had that little mini dynasty and it's like what's going on now it's it's they're in a weird place right because like they're one of those teams that while well, I keep talking about teams getting the reinforcements back for Minnesota it's just like it, it health is going to be a concern because if Angel's not right and now Natalie Chan was hurt and Demir Stontis is still not back, and Odyssey Sims is not with the team yet, and it's very thin very quickly, and Kayla McBride still, like, that's that's the big one that you're waiting to come back, obviously, right? So that could really change things, but still still playing dominant, but whenever, so still has 26 points, the other four starters combined for, uh, that's 26 points as well, so um, <laughs> that's not a recipe for success, obviously. It's not. And also, even when Kayla McBride gets back, she's not going to be able – she's not a carrier of a team. No, she's a great complimentary player, but mm-hmm. I, I just – I don't know. I, I This is – I know that some people – that some people will always be high on Minnesota, and I do think that Cheryl's got a reputation for being great, but right now things look definitely tough. But on, on, on the other end, Indiana, this is exactly what we were talking about with Atlanta – they're a ton of fun mm-hmm. and queen is fantastic with she had five steals and three blocks off the bench. Like I just, they're so much fun. I, I, I you wouldn't think that they look so much more coherent than you would think for a team that plays this many rookies. You wouldn't think that there would be some sort of like system in place, but you know, I'm, I was calling for Stanley's job before the season. And so I'm starting to feel a little bit bad about that because even though, like I said, I don't think they'll win very many games they look so much better than they did a year ago. So I think the difference is they are fun to watch, but they also look like they're having fun. They look like they, they like playing with each other. And I think the past few seasons, they didn't look like that. They were frustrated with 
anytime somebody turned the ball over, that somebody would like roll their eyes, like whatever. It like the chemistry was just off. But they looked like a completely different team. And maybe it took rookies coming in with no experience to just have fun. Yeah, no, I agree. Kelsey Mitchell, fantastic. 26 points on 16 shots. She's an absolute problem. And, and it's starting to make me realize that, you know what, maybe, maybe this group could work. Maybe she does not have to be moved. Maybe if, if this team is already a, going to be more fun and playing well together, because I, I was convinced that she wasn't going to fit there because she's ready to play now. And I don't think that Indiana's ready to be at that high level yet. But if, if they're already looking like they could be competitive sooner rather than later, Maybe maybe this is a, a situation that fits, but definitely sooner than Dallas. Well, there it is. <laughs> I you know I agree with that. Uh, we, <laughs> I, I had a couple people say something about well, you can't just redact them. You have to talk about just how truly bad they are. So I may lift the redaction coming next week, and we, <laughs> we may figure something out. Because um, as much as I don't want to talk about, them, and they haven't played yet this week too, right? So that's that's part of it as well. They don't play again until tomorrow, so. They're zero and one, and that 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 one was pretty brutal to watch. And I don't think they're going to get their first win on Friday. But what are you looking forward to with the weekend ahead before we get before we jump back into the pod next week? So I'm looking forward to see Avina play this weekend. No, of, of course that had to be brought. Up. <laughs> um, what else? What what other games are on the schedule? Let's go through it real quick. So tomorrow, like I said, uh, Dallas plays Washington. Um, no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> the, Aces, the Aces play the Dream though, and I think that should be a very fun game. And where at Atlanta uh, or in Atlanta? Oh, okay. So if that's the game that Bailey said he was going to, good for him because that sounds like that should be, if nothing else, a ton of fun to watch. Uh, Fever play the Liberty tomorrow, so hope the Liberty will be looking to bounce back. The Fever will be looking to continue. The good vibes. Um, let's see what's going on on Saturday. We have Mercury Storm again. Sparks Sun, which I am excited for, if nothing else. I, I haven't seen my son play since last weekend. And Courtney should be back, right? This is no, so she has a two game suspension. So this is somehow that will only be their second game. So no, she will still oh, be out. Wow. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it feels like they're, I don't know why they, what, what weirdness happened in the schedule. It's not like they're sharing an arena with anybody else. But yeah, they, they had a week off in between their first and second game. So, um, yeah, and then the Sky play the Lynx on Saturday, and then going to Sunday. Give me one second as the computer loads slowly for me. Wings Liberty, a Dream Fever. So, oh, that one should be pretty fun. Yeah, I, I, I didn't expect this, but uh, I think what I'm looking forward to most this weekend is the Atlanta Dream because both games look like they should be pretty fun to watch. They should, they should. And that'll give us plenty to talk about with Bailey because he says he's a Sparks fan, but let's be real, by the end of the week, oh, God. Um, Breaking news. Uh Uh-oh. The Minnesota Lynx agreed to a contract buyout with Angel McCaughtry. Oh, wow. So I guess they truly agreed with you that she's not ready to play. I'm reading through it now because, I mean, that, that feels worth interrupting the pod for. Uh, on behalf of the Lynx organization and players, I want to thank Angel for her belief in the Minnesota Lynx when she chose us in free agency. Angel is one of the all-time greats in the WNBA, and we wish her the very best. Wow. So can you explain that a little bit? Like, so can she 
can the other team sign her? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is so whenever a contract is guaranteed, if you're going to buy them out, you're agree. She so likely Angel is agreeing to give back some of the amount of money that is on the contract, but it makes her an immediate free agent. Oh wow. So I mean, obviously she did not look great in what we've seen so far, but I think, I mean, if you're able to get her on a prorated contract for the rest of the year, I, I do think that that's uh, something that somebody's going to take a look at. If nothing else, I'm not saying it's going to be immediate, but I mean, we're talking about, I, I, I don't, this is me speaking off the top of my head because I've not looked at the, the roster situations and cap situations for all of these teams, but I mean, we just talked about Vegas needing depth and obviously she has relationships there. I, I, I think that that's something yeah. that we could possibly see. I think that, Wow, that's uh, Bailey dropped it in the in the in the chat. I'm just I'm stunned. I did not see that coming. Yeah. It, it, it's it. You see all these other players getting waived this early in the season, and a lot of times it's whether they're they're young and they, like you need to make room. But waving a veteran like that with with her, I mean, it was a big deal when they cho- when she chose them in free agency. So yeah, because I just thought she was gonna spend her last years in Atlanta. Well, maybe she will. I don't know if I don't know again. I don't know their situation, but I think that bringing her into kind of I, not that I think Howard needs a mentor right now because she looks, I mean, but everyone does, right? So kind of helping shape her to be the next face of the Atlanta dream even more would be fascinating. So, um, and they just waved Odyssey Sims. Okay, so oh. I'm glad they waved Lady Claren in for nothing. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, wow, Minx, the links are falling apart. Yeah, I don't right? know what's going on. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Like, I'm you don't. I mean, I'm going to be. I mean, this is rude, but that's something I expect from the from the Dallas Wings, not from like the Minnesota Lynx. I thought of as one of the more professional franchises in the league. So, for this to be happening, something's going on. That that does not bode well for the rest of the season. But I'm sure we will have more of that. For anyone listening, this is kind of like I said. This is happening right as we're getting ready to wrap up the pod. So we will obviously have more information come early next week but uh probably when we're back monday we'll have a little bit more information on what's going on and obviously some more results but we'll update you then uh here on rebel edition